Next up in the tank, we have an entrepreneur who has a product to let the other businesses know they're barking up the wrong tree. Hi Sharks, I'm Micah, and I'm here to present the Doggy Back Scratcher. I was sitting at home one day, and I was looking at my dog, and I scratched my back with my nice back scratcher, and I was sitting here going, my dogs don't have that. And they sit there and they scratch, and there's places on their body that they just can't get to. Well, that's why I came up with the Doggy Back Scratcher. See, with these clips, you can put them up against the wall. In the bristle pads, you put it right up against the corner. All you have to do is stick it there, and your dog can simply just rub up against it, and it scratches itself. Now, sharks, who's ready to scratch into some profits? Well, the problem I have with this is the market's already too saturated. I've already seen too many like these, so for that reason, I'm out. Okay, okay. Now, let me ask you a question. Are you in Costco? Are you in Whole Foods? Are you in Petco? Well, we're in what you call the pre-revenue phase of things. Ah, the pre-revenue, which means you're not making any money. Let me tell you something. You take this idea, take old Yellard back behind the barn, and put it to bed. Because you know what? I can make a million of these and buy you out. And I could buy you out for 50 cents and go ahead and make a $1,000 profit. So you're going to have to take old Yeller out behind the barn. For that reason. Now, I will say this. I do have a purchase order. One singular purchase order for a test store in Burlington Coat Factory. It's one store in Delaware. And I really think that if we can get in that store and with the rest of the Sharks connections, we could, we could... You know, we could have something together and scratch it as a profit. You are asking all these other sharks about their offers. I'm the CEO of FUBU, and you haven't even asked me. I'm offended, and I'm a short little man, and I have short man syndrome. So that reason, I'm out. I didn't want your business anyways. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Micah. And this is the Donut Box Podcast. Well, buddy, it is season two, episode 29, man. We're chugging along. It's been great. It's been fun. It's been real. Want to shout out to all of our wonderful listeners in Belgium, Belgium, in Frankfurt, Germany. Uh, where else we got some people listening? Oh, man, here's we got Singapore. We can't, we can't forget Singapore now. And then stateside, we've got all sorts of folks. We got Texas. We got Florida, we got Georgia, we got Ohio, we've seen Kansas, Oregon, Washington, up in Canada, we got Nova Scotia. You guys have been doing fantastic. We appreciate all you guys. And if of course Virginia. Virginia's been A one. Man, we got we've got so many awesome fans out there, bro. Yeah, man, it's been great. We've been having so much fun. We've been doing this for about a year and a half now. Uh that's crazy to me. It's like, dude, we're slowly creeping our way up to two years and i'm like man it feels like just yesterday we were in the guest bedroom starting it and man it's been almost two years but we thank all of our supporters it's been real it's been fun and we got a great show and we just starting we just starting oh. all right <laughs> but yeah man. and for that reason I'm, no, I'm just <laughs> i was gonna say and for that reason i'm out but we are going to jump into our first segment which is the old-fashioned donut and that's a story from our past. If you guys are brand new, uh, Micah and I, we love to create. Hence why we do this Donut Box podcast. We love doing 
uh, different stuff, whether it be short films, whether it be writing stuff. We have movie ideas, TV show ideas. I mean, our creative juices are always flowing, aren't we, Micah? Like, they're always flowing. Like, we'll text each other at least, like, a couple times a week, like, bro, I have this great idea for a product, or bro, I have this great idea for a show. Like, the creative juices are always flowing. Yeah, you bet. I mean, even that intro that we were just talking about, that was something that was come up with, what, like a few months ago? We we came up with that a few months ago and was like, you know what, that would be a great just like Shark Tank pitch and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's always coming up. Heck, we'll be texting each other at 2 in the morning like, hey, this is a good idea. Yeah, that's where the best ideas come from is 2 in the morning when you're tired. But uh, So if you've been listening for a while, you know that Mike and I, we started – probably when we were teenagers uh, getting into different creative outlets. And most of it was doing from our horrible web show to our cops parody videos. Um, So at one point I decided, Hey, I'm going to make a web TV show series. And um, I started writing it. Right. And I don't remember. Oh, I actually remember what it was called. I remember it was called it's your life. I don't know why I came up with the title of that, but Basically, it was about these high schoolers um, that were in this setting. And I remember that the premise of it was you had the stereotypical types. You got the jock and his cheerleader girlfriend and you got the nerd and then you got the transfer student. We added a transfer student in there. Um, I don't remember. Do you remember some other characters that were in there or not? Of course, we had the bully. uh, We had the nerd. Um trying to think wasn't i the nerd i thought i was the nerd so we're gonna get to that in a, in a little bit we're <laughs> anyways, gonna get to that anyways. so i was writing it and the first episode was the pilot and i was like okay we got to introduce these characters right off the bat before you get into that i do have to say something now you have to also understand this was in the days and i mean they're still very popular but tyler perry plays were like really 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 big especially in our area and we had a couple local guys trying to do kind of the same flavors and uh, Chris and I were a part of that, either filming it or Chris was even in a few of them, things like that. And so I think that's where some of the inspiration came from was kind of that style, maybe. Yeah. And so I wanted it to be a drama. And actually, uh, all of us were in high school, minus the exceptional one. And I'll get to that in a minute. But, dude, honestly, think about it, bro. We were just bored. Really and truly, we were just bored. We wanted to have something to do. I had bought a camera and we were like i got a camera let's record let's just write something let's do it right um the creative juice is flowing and so i remember like reaching out to everybody that i was going to cast and i was like hey i got this part for you are you interested in doing this video series and bro we got like eight people that to fill all the roles and i'm sitting here thinking like at 16 to get you know, eight of your friends to just show up and do this random TV web show. They didn't even ask any questions. They're like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, it's cool. On a Sunday night, and I was like, okay, this is what we're going to have. We're going to have a read-through. We're going to do it. Uh, it's going to be It's gonna be good. So, yeah. So we got everybody for the read-through. I remember I made everybody brownies and <laughs> sweet tea. I remember that. Yeah. Like, I made it myself. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I got to make sure these people know that I care about them. That's just, I don't know. I guess that I just always had that knack. Chris is a producer and a director. Like, you know, you're going to get taken care of. I'll just let you know. Yes. I have learned in my life that um, I'm not so much as good of a director as more of a producer. Like, I'm going to make it happen. Like, I don't want to be the one that's like, 
in the nitty gritty, but I want to be over the oversight, right? So we get through this read through. And um, so we cast everybody. Everybody's in high school with the exception of the person that is playing uh, the jock's girlfriend, right? And she is probably like at least a good 10 years older than us. She's like 26, I think. But she looked like she was our age, like 16. So I remember casting her, and that was the reason why we cast her. Yeah, she had she had a baby face and a half. But she was actually a pretty decent actress. I mean, she had had some other experience with, like, church acting and things like that. But, yeah, she was actually – and I think it was also um, – none of the other characters are kind of believable to play that role, I guess is what you could say. Yeah, and she paired really good with the guy that was playing the jock. Like, I believed it. Like, they had some good chemistry, and so – Do you remember we actually did casting? Like, I remember <laughs> – I remember sitting there and having them run through some lines at one – like – individually at one point to try to because there was a couple of times if i remember correctly there was a couple of times it's like because we had a bunch of males i remember that so it was like do we want them to play this character or this character so we'd have them read the lines and figure it out it was kind of ornate for 16 yeah 16 right and so the the girls the person that played the transfer student i mean this is going to sound bad, but she was like the only Hispanic in our church. And so I was like, you got to play the transfer student. And like, she could full on speak Spanish. So like she, you know, she, she could speak the part and do the part. And she was, she was game for it. So I was like, okay. And she was a good friend of ours. And so we were like, okay, cool. But I remember us doing this reading. Right. And, uh, I, re- I had it recorded on my camera and it was just like one shot and we're like going through the staging and blocking and Micah originally was going to, like, be behind the scenes, but somehow he showed up to this reading. And uh, Jay Rizzle, we talked about him a little bit, but he was the original nerd. And then Micah came in uh, as the second nerd. And I don't remember why he came in as the second nerd, but I just remember he brought comedy to the to the deal. It needed comedy. It needed comedy. I remember why. is because the reason we picked Jay Rizzle for that role is – he was naturally a goofy guy. Like, you would get laughs off of him for just him being himself. And so we thought, okay, slap some glasses on him and everything like that. But I just remember reading the lines. He, he did, like, didn't have any personality. He kind of just talked regular, you know, and things like that. So I just remember it was like, okay, this nerd, it's like, hold on. I know the role that needs to happen here. I know it needs to And I was just like, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's like, give me some glasses. And I just remember being like, now here's the problem and literally just like making just this nerd character on the spot and i don't know it just kind of stuck yeah so um originally the plans were for one of the nerds to uh either fall in love with the transfer student or no 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 no, never mind sorry time out i think the jock was supposed to fall in love with the transfer student but he had a girlfriend, and that was just kind of a complicated situation. But I I do remember being like, okay, the nerd, we're going to go down kind of a dark path. He's going to be struggling with some suicidal thoughts uh, later on in the season. I was like, this is dark for a 16-year-old. But I ended up having to scrap it because I realized that it was subconsciously turning in to a play that I had just been a part of. And I realized that I was subconsciously writing that play out into. I wasn't doing it like on purpose or trying to copy anything, but I realized like it came out, and I was like reading the two, and I was like, "Holy crap, this is just the same thing, just with a different title and a 
different cast of characters. So I different branding, different yeah. branding. I had to scrap it. And I even remember the director and writer of the original play that was in. He was like, "Yeah, man, I'll come be a guest star on your show." Um, he was like, "I'll." Uh, he was like, "I'll even uh, be like your guest substitute teacher and all that stuff." Because the because te- the teacher, I don't remember who played the teacher. Do you remember who played the teacher? I don't think we had a teacher in the pilot episode, but no, because uh, we didn't have anybody old enough that would pass for a teacher. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, think about it, man. Like two 16 year old kids that were like going to write a web series and uh, got actually all their friends to show up and to be a part of it and to do it. And no questions asked. I mean, that's, that's kind of, I don't know. Looking back on it, I'm like, Hey, that's kind of cool. That is, I'll tell you this much. I've been telling other people we were really before our time with the cops videos, with all the stuff that we were putting on YouTube at the time. It's just, it was like, that's really popular to do now. You know, we are just 10, 12 years of, ahead of our time, my friend. We are the Dave Chappelle to this generation's Key and Peele, if that makes sense. You know Key and Peele, like, were, are, are really big because of their sketch comedy, but Dave Chappelle was doing that, like, way before. He was just a little, like, before his time. And so that's how I feel. I'm like, man, if we were five years, ten years, uh, you know, Ford, our videos would have been would have been great back then youtube wasn't what youtube is now youtube was just for you to post stupid videos like it wasn't for you to create content it wasn't for you to to make money or anything like that there there wasn't anything like that it was basically um because i remember there was kind of a version of it at first do you remember this like all the really popular videos like do you remember the farting preacher and a lot of those of like when YouTube was very first starting, they started off even the uh, diet Coke and Mentos, like, you know, big, big video. It started off from one called like e-bombs world. Do you remember that? It was like ebombsworld.com. And then all of a sudden YouTube kind of became that of like kind of goofy videos, but it was a time killer website. You just go over there to kill time that's exactly what it was you would just go there to look for random stuff or it was almost like a um cult not cult following but it's like you would watch videos that were kind of a cult following and there would be a lot of like mashups and like when that guy came out that was like hide your kids hide your wife like his mashup was like a big deal and it was a funny video but youtube is not what it is now and so i think if we would have been uh 10 years later than and posting the stuff that we post. Cause I see people doing that all the time on TikTok, And I was like, this is what we were doing, but it's okay. I'm not, I'm not bitter or anything. I'm kind of glad we, we did when we did, because we wouldn't know how to handle that kind of stuff at 16. If we would have blown up at 16 and like, you know, been big YouTube stars by like today's standards at 16, we wouldn't know what to do with it. We wouldn't know. That is true. But we are going to segue into the next segment. And we don't have the jelly donut, but we have the chocolate donut, which is tie your shoes because you tripping. We haven't done that one, I don't think, in a while. In a while. Yeah. yeah. In a while. So, the, so let's hear about people's relationships. People's relationships uh, where people messed up or they went on a bad day or this uh, tie your shoes because you're tripping. It's all about people getting caught cheating. So are you ready for this? The cheating tie your shoes because you're tripping. Yeah, that's going to be good. All right. This one is really sad, and this person says that one of my former coworkers loaded in an SD card uh, with a scan project file on it, and so he was having to do a big presentation in front of everybody. So he put it in the conference room, 
And uh, apparently there were uh, some compromising pictures of his wife being intimate with another guy, and they just kind of loaded up on the screen, and they were just stunned. Uh, and this was a senior budgetary meeting with the outside accountants and auditors, and he was sitting right there, and we were looking at uh, this guy's wife cheating on him, and the guy didn't know. Like the, it, it was a shock to him. So somehow those pictures of his wife ended up on that SD card. So tie your shoes because you're tripping. That ain't a good way to find out, especially not at work with other people finding out. With yeah, you. that's like that's horrible, man. That's really bad. Uh, I, I got one, and it's a live story. I don't mean to interrupt, bro, but... No, you're good. Go for it. So, uh, as some of you may know, I have a fiancé, and we're planning the wedding and stuff like that. We were at the wedding venue the other day, and our day of coordinator was like, man, I am really stressed today. And we were going, well, what's going on? And she said, he said, well, uh, I had a bride who they were supposed to be getting married today, but they canceled on me, and they canceled... And it was supposed to be a 600-person wedding, so like a massive wedding. And the bride cancels the day before because the groom popped a prenup on her the night before the wedding. Like, not announced, not nothing. And so what the bride did was she called that day of coordinator and said, yeah, I need you to switch the card to uh, my fiancé's card of, like, who's paying for it. And the moment she got the confirmation of, like, yeah, the pay- that final payment went through, she canceled it. Oh, dang. So. She switched the payment to his card, and then as soon as uh, it went through, she canceled it. So uh, it was all over a prenup? It was all over a prenup. But my thing is, I was sitting here going, dang, so he's on the hook for the whole the whole shebang now, like the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I think both of them need to tie their shoes because they're tripping, because you don't spawn, uh, or, like, I guess, put a prenup on somebody the night before that's kind of yeah not the night before but in you know i'm not trying to judge people but what i was telling my fiance is i was like i don't know how strong the the relationship was anyways if it's just like i know a prenup on the night before is a big deal and it's like dang bro but there had to be something else going on to full-on end it not just that but be really petty and you know switch the cards and stuff like that that don't seem like it was just the prenup that's crazy all right this next one uh pokemon go was actually uh found oh boy pokemon go was actually involved in figuring out that this person was cheating um so uh this lady said that she explained to I guess her now ex that Pokemon Go was using a lot of her data up. And so this guy explained to her that in her settings she could see how much data an app was using. So he went through her phone, uh, not like going through her messages or anything, but went to the settings and proceeded to show her and prove to her uh, that it wasn't Pokemon Go that was using uh, her data. It was Tinder that was using a lot of the data. So... He found out that uh, his girlfriend was, or fiance, or whoever it was, was having Tinder, and yeah, that it was an unsuspecting way of getting caught cheating. Well, serves her right for for cheating, and then you know, because I mean, if you if you're gonna cheat, you're gonna get found out. Just gonna say it's gonna happen sometime. It always happens, man. It always happens. So tie your shoes because you're tripping. All right, this next lady said that her friend was watching an NBA game on TV and saw her boyfriend in the stands, and he had seats that were floor seats and visible from the camera. He was supposedly attending the game with a male colleague, but 
apparently he popped up on TV and had his arm wrapped around another woman. It's like, bro, tie your shoes because you tripping because, dude, how are you, if you have floor seats, you know that the camera's going to get you, dude. Yeah, especially when Andre Drummond lands in your lap or something like that and the camera's going to be right on you. You know what I mean? Like, my thing is, those floor seats are, it's incredible. I've never had floor seats. But you are going to be on camera, if not the whole game, most of it. And, you know, depending on the camera angles, you might be directly on TV a lot. Exactly, dude. It's like if you're going to go to a major sporting event, don't uh-uh, don't be doing that, bro. Don't be cheating. They did catch something on ESPN not too long ago of a sporting event like that where somebody's friend actually caught the person, like his wife or somebody, cheating in the stands behind them, and they were showing, like, the, the stands footage. And literally the guy like turned around and was looking at the woman and the woman was kind of like trying to hide her face. And that look on his face was like, Oh my gosh, like, I can't believe this. And, and I was in, and the guy on ESPN, cause uh, you know how ESPN does their um, 10 top 10 worst plays the week or whatever. It was on that. of like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be out on date in such a public place like that if you're going to do that. Exactly. Especially if you know that your man is going to the same game that has uh, she needs. Okay. Um, So this lady says that she found out that her ex was cheating on her when she walked into the apartment that he shared with his mother and two elementary age sisters and the youngest sister asked her, when did you leave? And she said, well, when was I here? And she responded, you were here all night. I could hear you talking to, and then she says uh, the ex's boyfriend's name. And she was like, I haven't been over here in two nights, so I don't know who that was. So, uh, yeah, tie your shoes because you try. I'm telling you, kids are precious because they will straight up tell the truth to your face unintentionally. And it's not, <laughs> oh, and it, it definitely is unintentionally. It's like, why is this? And you're sitting here going, what do you, what do, what do you mean? And they will tell you exactly how it is. Exactly. All right. This last one. Um, it all began, uh, when this lady, Ayana and her coworker, uh, they both started this new job and they became fast friends after realizing they had plenty of, plenty of common. They began talking about guys, which is what prompted Ayana's new friend to pull up a photo of her new boo thing. After the coworker pulled up her booze Instagram, Ayana was shocked. Uh, but it turned out that it was actually Ayana's boyfriend. And uh, instead, she invited her coworker to her home, which she shares with their shared boyfriend for a glass of wine. And she said that my boyfriend works at night and gets off at like 1 a.m. So my plan was to have him walk in and see us there. Uh, they arrive at Ayana's home, which turns out is only six houses down from where her new coworker lives. Their boyfriend is in the bathroom and comes face to face with both women when he comes out and she posted in a tweet, this fool had the nerve to say what's up to this other girl. And I was like, bro. So they were sharing a boyfriend unintentionally, unknowingly. Uh, it turns out that they did become friends afterwards. So there was like no animosity. So Yeah, because I mean, it's not like, it all depends on how they react, right? I mean, if the girl was like, nah, that's my man or something like that, of course they're going to be scrapping. But I'm sure they were probably both pissed. Like, oh, you're trying to play both of us. Um, but that's crazy, man. Six houses down, man. I'm not one to condone cheating or anything, but tie your shoes because you tripping. Seriously, you need to be getting out a little bit and away from ever. You know what I mean? Like I know the world's small, but you can definitely 
spread it out if you really wanted to do something nefarious like that. Hey, you know what Ty Dolla Sign says? He said, I got two of my in the club. And they already know about each other. He said he buy them the same car, the same perfume, so they don't even know. That's what he said. But tie your shoes because you're tripping because it ain't okay to cheat, bro. That's why he was paranoid and tripping. Ooh, yay. I'm going to shout that <laughs> out one. Uh, cool, cool deal. That's all I got for tie your shoes because you're tripping. Crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff. Man, relationships are nuts. Cheating is nuts. But the uh, the rage and stuff that happens because of all that is just crazy. But yeah, man, I'm ready to move on to the donut hole. What you got, dude? All right. So you've been asking me a lot of questions. Now it's my oh, turn boy. to ask you questions. Mostly because I've been so busy. I haven't really watched a lot of TV or been to the movies to see anything. But hey. This summer is a good summer to go see movies, so there are a lot of good stuff coming out. But I got some trivia for you, okay? All right. This is going to be Bible trivia, so you're going to see oh, Lord. how good your Bible trivia is. And so we'll see um, for those around. How good of a, how you know, how much did I retain or how, yeah, we'll, we'll see. There's, there's some easy <laughs> ones in there, man. There's some easy ones in there. I'm, I'm sure there is. All right. Okay. We'll start off with a softball question. Uh, number one, how many books are in the whole Bible? A, 67, B, 62, C, 66, or D, 69? Um, I always have to think about this one because I know that there is – hold on. I, for those that I, – I realize y'all can't see me. I'm over here counting on my hand. Are you looking it up on Google? That's cheating. No. A sixty-seven. What were the options B sixty-two. C sixty-six or D sixty-nine. Is it sixty-seven? Oh, you're so close, man. It's sixty-six. Sixty-six. Dang, man. I I knew that, but I'll tell you what. This is what's bad. The number sixes are bad for me, so I'm like, there's no way it could be sixty-six. <laughs> If there was another six on it, then it wouldn't be the Bible. All right, number two. This one is a little bit of an obscure one, but we'll see what you what you remember. All right, Noah built the ark out of what kind of wood? A, oak, B, gopher, C, cherry, or D, pine? Trying to think of the dang story now. It's either... I'm going to go with gopher. Was it gopher? It It is actually gopher wood. That one is a little, little obscure. All right. This next one, I think you'll get this next one. What is the longest book of the Bible? A, Genesis, B, Revelation, C, Proverbs, or D, Psalms? Dang, I actually don't know that one. Um, I'm assuming it's either Proverbs or Psalms, so I'm going to go with Psalms. It is actually Psalms. There are 150 chapters in Psalms. It's the longest book of the Bible. Oh, trust me. When we had to read, we did a, a thing where we had to read through the Bible, and Psalms was a long one. That was a long one. We'll see if you know this one. Which tribe is not one of the 12 tribes of Israel? A, Dan, B, Manasseh, C, Joseph, or D, Levi? Okay, so we know that it's... What are the first two again? That's usually... A, Dan, B, Manasseh, C, Joseph, or D, Levi? I don't think Joseph's in there, is it? It's not, man. So Joseph actually... Joseph actually has two tribes because of his two sons. So he doesn't have a tribe named after him, but his sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, do. So good job, dude. All right. 
you are going to get this one. You're going to get this one. I know you will. All right, Jesus fed 5,000 people with what? A, fish and chips, B, loaves and fish, C, Chick-fil-A sandwiches, or D, ham and cheese sandwiches. Well, you know it ain't Chick-fil-A because it was on a Sunday and they were closed. So You don't know that <laughs> it was on a Sunday when he fed them. It, it don't say. Bible don't say. All right, so it's definitely loaves and fishes. There you go. Good job. All right, uh, do you know how many loaves and fish it were, actually? Just off the top of your head. Three loaves and two fish. All right. It was five loaves and two fish. But very close. Five loaves and two fish. All right. Okay. Both Jesus and Joseph were betrayed for how many pieces of silver? A, 30, B, 20, C, 50, or D, 10? 30. It is 30. Yep. Good job. See, you're getting a lot of these. Which guy in the Bible got his strength from his hair? A, J. Cole. B, David, C, Noah, or D, Samson? I'm sorry, was A, J. Cole, like the, the artist? Yes, it was. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I want to answer that just out of being funny, but it's Samson. All right. J, J. Cole. And uh, for those of you who don't know, look up J. Cole's hair. So it's, it's Samson Anyways. might have had dreadlocks. You never know. I, I think he did. All right. All right, this one is a little bit more obscure, so you may or may not get this one. All right, there are four men. Sorry, there are four women mentioned in the genealogy of Jesus, right? So there are four women in his bloodline that are mentioned. Which one of these are not one of the women in Jesus's bloodline? A. Rahab, B. Esther, C. Ruth, or D. Bathsheba? I don't think it was Bathsheba, was it? That's your final answer? That is my final answer. It is actually Esther. Esther is not part of Jesus' bloodline. Bat, bat, oh, that's right. Bathsheba was because she wasn't she was like three generations before she's, or something she's like that. She's King Solomon's mom. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was an obscure one. I haven't ever thought about that. Or like I've heard, I've heard of the genealogy, of, but I didn't know like the four women. Number nine. Who is the oldest person that ever lived mentioned in the Bible? A. Moses. B. Enoch. C. Methuselah. Or D. Your mom. C. Methuselah. <laughs> and the only reason I remember is because that's a that's a name and a half right there. And uh, don't ask me how many kids and grandkids and great grandkids he had because it does say that, but I don't remember. Do you know? Do you know? about how long he lived you know wasn't it like 1200 years something like that i think it was like 900 or something pretty sure it was a long time i just remember as a kid being like dang how did he live that long what did he look i think my thought in church was what did that dude look like like that dude must have looked like a you know walking zombie or something all right this last one who was considered to be the first martyr of the of christianity mentioned in the bible who was considered to be the first martyr of Christianity mentioned in the Bible? A. Paul, B. Peter, C. Stephen, or D. James? I'm trying to think timelines here. Considered or ask the question one more time. Try to get the Who is considered to be the first the martyr first of, Christ, of Christian, Christianity mentioned in the Bible? Paul, Peter, Stephen, or James? And so we're also talking about, because we're talking about Christianity, it's after Christ died, correct? Or are we talking about... Okay. We're going to go with Peter, man. It is actually Stephen. Stephen was... Yeah, it's so Stephen, Stephen was stoned, and then uh, James was beheaded, and then 
Peter was hung upside down and then Paul was also beheaded. So yeah. yeah, I knew Peter was upside down. Yeah, that was a yeah. They uh, they had interesting ways of uh, doing things back then. I think that's probably why I didn't remember because uh, me as a kid, I try not to think about how they persecuted people back then. Well, there you go, buddy. So uh, yeah, we're gonna segue into what fries my donuts, <laughs> Micah. What do you have that fries your donuts this week? Oh man, I'm sure you're the same exact way, but people assuming too much. And what I mean, and I'm going to talk about a specific instance because you know I got to be specific. But there was a couple weekends ago. So there were some folks from um, that we like really don't know. And I'm talking, when I say we, I'm talking about me and my fiance. We really don't know them, right? Like we've met them a few times and whatnot. They call us out of the blue on a Saturday and said, hey, we need some help moving this fridge. And uh, we know that you got a, we know that you got a big car. And uh, they were asking my fiance at first, just her, right? And then so she, and so she said something to me and was like, "Hey!" And we were already busy doing other stuff, you know. And so I said, "Well, tell them, tell them no." She not only tells them no, but then they come back and was like trying not to take no for an answer and was like, "Yeah," and bring Micah so he could do the manly things and like all this. That was literally the verbiage. And I'm sitting here going, "Who are you?" And why do you think that we got the relationship to where I'm going to drop everything I'm doing on a Saturday to go help you? Like, my question is, like, for Christopher, absolutely. I don't care what day of the week, what time it is, how far away he is. I will drop everything, go help him if he needs it. But, like, who is this person that, like, I've met twice, right? Megan's Megan knows them fairly okay. Or my fiance, you can you can cut that part. My fiance knows them pretty, pretty well. But at the same time, I'm sitting here going... Why do you think that it's okay just to come and call on me and say, hey, you know, bring your car, bring the, like this stuff reserved for good friends or people that you are really good with. And I know that that is a very specific example, but what I'm saying too is that happens a lot. People assume like, oh man, like, and this is kind of totally different, but I was in a parking lot the other day and there was writing on this gal's window and, you know, happy graduation and, oh, she's a graduate and, you know, and I'm sitting here going, oh, that's cool. Like, that's a grab. They put her cash app on there? They put her cash app on here. And I'm going, what, so randos in traffic can send you cash? Like, you think people are actually going to do that? Like, who do you think I am? I don't know you for anything. Like, I'm going to send you money? Like, I got money to burn? And I don't know. I think, me personally, I think what aggravates me as a society is just, it's like, People expect so much from other people, and you're sitting here going, I barely know you, and I know for a fact that you wouldn't do this for me in return, so why in the heck would I do it to for you right now, and why do you even expect that from me? Let me ask you a question. Were these people that asked you guys to move um, the fridge, were they older or were they younger? Middle-aged. Middle-aged. I, I don't know. And it's kind of like what we talked about last week with the whole tolerance thing. It's like if you say no, then you're automatically a bad person. And so I think it's it's like when you try to draw boundaries and stuff, yeah, I don't get that, man. It's like why do people think that you're just going to drop everything to help them? And it's like, no, I told you I was busy. Like my schedule doesn't revolve around you. It's, it's weird. And see, for me, you're also asking me something to do something ad hoc, right? You're asking me to do something right now on the fly on my day off. My thing is, if you want something done for me, I, you know, I'm, I'm one of these because I am a nice guy. If my fiance would have come to me and said, hey, these people need help next Saturday moving this fridge, I said that we can, you know, we would potentially do it and I would ask them, 
I'd most likely say, yeah, like, okay, cool. Are they like going to pay us in lunch or are we going to do, you know, what's, what's going to happen? Um, you know, even if they don't pay fine, whatever, right. It's just, I don't know. I think for me, it's, you're going to expect us to do something like this, but like on the fly on a day off when I don't get lots of time to rest and relax, you know, and things like that. But now you asking me to go out in the hot sun move this fridge from one place to another, then put it on your porch and do God knows what else with it, right? And it's like, man, I don't know you like that. I don't know you like that. And there's so many people that at my job, at, you know, there's so many people on the street that'll just be bold as mess and just be asking you for all this stuff. And it's like, man, I don't know you like that. I do not know you like that. <laughs> it's like that dude in the lunchroom that was like, hey, man, you got a dollar so I can buy some Skittles? Like, you're like, Bro, like I, bear, I don't even have a dollar to buy me some Skittles. Like, <laughs> or or they'll be coming around and be like, "Hey, bro, can I get that slice of pizza?" And you're like, "What makes me think? What makes you think I'm not hungry and I'm gonna eat this pizza?" And second of all, even if I wasn't, like, I don't even really know you like that. Like, why am I gonna be the one? I'm not sure. I'm not like your best friend over here that's gonna give you pizza. Like, I don't know why you coming to me and asking this stuff. Like, I that's that's my thing about it. Like, like I said, generally I'm a nice guy, but same time that is the biggest problem chris that i think just what you said nailed it on the head when we said no what ended up happening they got their feelings hurt why can't you say no to going and moving something on a saturday to somebody you don't even know you don't got the right to be mad at me you don't even know what i got going on you didn't even ask you know you didn't even take the time to ask me do you got something going on are you busy like they didn't even say are you busy they said hey come over here and do this i think it's i think it's such a lost art and it's me me and you think a little bit differently because we are both impasse and we can feel what other people are feeling and so we do think about how other people are going to feel but i think a lot of people they don't they're they're just and i think it's just out of ignorance to where they're like oh yeah this person doesn't have anything going on let me just ask them and then not being mindful of if they say no it's probably for a good reason you know and so i i don't know man i'm always trying to trying to be mindful of that and it's like i don't get mad when somebody tells me no it's like yeah you got other stuff going on that's cool and i asked you to help me kind of last minute it's like but here we are again talking about how everything is at the tip of our fingers and we can have everything on demand and we can have everything just at our beckoning call and people have gotten so used to that that they're just like oh yeah you should be able to do whatever i ask and you know people don't work like that we, we've built a lot of technology and we've bought, built a lot of things into our society. And it is a blessing to where you can get things on the fly and get, I mean, shoot, you can, here where I live, you can order something on Amazon and it'll be there later that day. Like, that's a blessing and a half. That's really awesome that that's there. But yeah, you're right, man. It makes false impressions because humans don't work like that. You know what I mean? People in relationships don't work like that where it's like, okay, I'm at the beck and call. Now, some do. But that's where you as a person have, you know, kind of really vetted your friends and vetted the people that are around you. And you know that they're not going to take advantage of that. And that's the main important part. Yeah, man, for sure. You know what they say? Don't assume because that makes a you know what and a you and me. A donkey. All right. (laughs) But yeah, man, that's that's what fries my donuts. It just eats me up inside. It's like, come on, man. We all know each other like that. I don't know why you got that expectation. Yeah. Crazy stuff.
Well, we are going to move into our mystery donut, which is our improv segment. And we got a game, fortunately, unfortunately. So I think I'm going to draw a scenario or location out of the hat. So, okay. At a buffet line. At a buffet. At a buffet line. Okay, I can start this. Okay. Fortunately, they have corned beef hash, which is my favorite thing. Unfortunately, they ran out of steak, and it's free steak Tuesday. Fortunately, I didn't even come for the steak. I came for the mashed potatoes. Unfortunately, I just saw them pull it out of a bag in the back, so it's not fresh. Fortunately, I'm going to a buffet, and so that's kind of expected. Unfortunately... You're going to have to leave a tip because it's one of those. Fortunately, I've been printing these handy fake $5 bills, so really it doesn't cost me anything. Unfortunately, you're probably going to get banned from this buffet and never be able to come back. Fortunately, they have 40 other locations here in town, so all I have to do is just go to another location. Unfortunately, they put up your picture and a description of you all around as the counterfeit man, and you're not allowed. You've been blacklisted from them all. I knew you were going to say that they put up a picture. I knew they said you were going to say so. Um, fortunately, I don't know what to come back to that. They put up my picture, so they kicked me out of there. There you go. All right, you choose the All next right, one. All right, so I'm going to select one now. All right. At a car dealership. Okay, cool deal. Fortunately, there is a shortage of used cars right now, so my trade-in value for my used car is great. Unfortunately, the car you're looking to get, your credit's too low to even apply. Fortunately, I have a lot of cash down, so it really doesn't matter about my credit score. Unfortunately, you got a lot of your cash from Micah the Cash Man, and it happens to be fake. Fortunately, it doesn't matter because I told them I was putting a $10,000 down payment, and now... The salesman has bought me a pizza. Unfortunately, the pizza was poisoned, and now you're sick. Fortunately, dang it. I was going to come up with something lame and be like, I have the antidote to the poison, but that sounds like I've been like <laughs> fifth grade. Okay, one more, one more, one more. Um, All right. Okay, here we go. On a cruise ship. On a cruise ship, okay. All right. Fortunately, they're stopping at all of my favorite stops. Unfortunately, you forgot to bring a suit, so you're not allowed to some of the dinners. Fortunately, I didn't like wearing a suit anyway, so I'm just going to go to the local... Unfortunately, it is closed due to server shortage, and they ha all have to serve the fancy. Fortunately, you're bombed to dinner. So it wasn't a real problem. Unfortunately, I don't know why you would take my mom to dinner because this friendship is about to be over. Fortunately, there's nothing going on between me and your mother. Unfortunately, if there were, I'd have to punch you in the face. Fortunately, I would definitely understand and actually vouch for you to do more than punch me in the face. Unfortunately... I don't know what to say to that because it's, like, it's like you're being so nice about <laughs> well, yeah, it. Yeah, I mean... I'm uh, shout out to Chris's mom if she's listening. We know you are listening. Um, your mom's a nice lady. Your mom's a great lady. Don't talk about your mom. All right. When you put down one mother, you put down all mothers. That's from Mr. T. Treat her right. 
treat your mother right. That's something we should put on the website too. Uh, a little bit of yeah, I think we did. I think we did last Mother's Day. We can do that, and then um, something I found today. We already I, I talked to you about it earlier, but I found uh, the farting preacher video. So that's well, there you going. go, man. There you go. Well, we are going to move into our last segment. And that's our eclair, and that's our positive advice. So I went first last week, so you're going to go first this week. All right. So my positive advice for this week, and this is kind of uh, an interesting one for me because it's not normal, I guess, uh, for me to think this way. And I don't think Chris does too because we're both cheapies at heart. But spend that money. Spend that money. Sometimes it's okay to spend the money when you got it. It's so hard because sometimes when I get that money and I have extra money, it's easy to pay bills or do other stuff with it or be responsible with it. But you know what? It's it's okay to spend that money. It's okay sometimes. I'm, I'm You know how we've talked about before. It's good to relax. It's good to do things like that. Sometimes when you spend money on yourself, man, that's the most relaxing thing and really fulfilling because you're the one doing the work. You're the one bringing in the bread in the first place. So treat yourself with that money sometimes. See, I'm the complete opposite, man. I, I'll get some money. I'm like, oh, you know what we could do? We could buy some some WWE WrestleMania tickets. And my wife has to hold me and be like, no, we got to put it in the savings. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And I'm like, oh, I really wanted to spend this money on WrestleMania. But she's like, no, we got to sit. And I'm like, you're right, you're right. So it is good to have that balance. But yeah. Bump Dave Ramsey. Go ahead and spend that money, dude. Go ahead and get yourself a 500 credit cards and spend. No, I'm just kidding. Don't spend outside your means. It's all about balance and moderation. You know what I mean? As long as you, um, well, it's really important. As long as you can pay your taxes, you put food on your table at the end of the day, you know, what's really too bad about it. But like I said, man, spending that 50, 100 bucks to go and um, go to a nice dinner or take yourself Go to a rage cage to get some of that rage out. Whatever you got to do, man. Go to a baseball game. Whatever, man. Spend that money. Do it for yourself. It helps you relax because a, a lot of times it's like, man, that's 30, 40 bucks. That's 30, 40 bucks we could be doing something else with. Nah, man. Spend that money. Well, now, like, 40 bucks is like 10 bucks right now. It don't get you too far. Um, yeah, so mine is uh, find, find people in your life that help cover your gaps. And what I mean by that is, like, we all have different gifts and we all have different talents and abilities, right? But if you have people that cover your gaps, man, you are going to make a dynamic team. You know, give you an example, like, you know, uh, and we didn't really even talk about this, but with this podcast, like, Micah does all the graphics. He puts the stuff on the website. Um, he does all that great stuff. And, like, he has far more knowledge with graphics and website stuff than I do like I could do it but I wouldn't be able to do it as well and then you know uh, so it's great we work together as a team and we help cover the gaps and like even this is a dumb example but when we play video games we're gonna go do a heist Micah's not that great at driving I'm not that great at flying so whenever we do something Micah's gonna fly I'm gonna drive it it's always kind of understood and like we even joked about it was like oh yeah you're driving because I don't I'm not that good at driving like we both said at the same time but when you have people that help cover your gaps and your weaknesses man you can do some awesome things and you know I'm not a person that is you know very good with decorating and all that good stuff but there are people that are good at that stuff and so when you it's needed to help cover those gaps man like when you have people that cover those gaps you just make everything so much better 
So yeah. Man, I I totally get you because um, something else too. Um, just what Chris was saying, but this is why I call Chris too. I was having a conundrum the other day about something that was going on. I called him and I said, "Hey man, I'm having I'm having this go on. Here's my plan." And Chris was like, "Why don't you just?" do this and i was like you know that makes so much sense i never thought of it that way it's always good having that other person that other perception sometimes as well especially whenever you're um you haven't been in a situation and things like that those are always the best people exactly you're better together man you're better i heard a phrase that said if you want to go fast go by yourself but if you want to go far go with other people i don't know if i've said that before maybe i have i don't remember i say a lot of we say a lot of stuff and after what it's now like eighty-one episodes. You kind of, kind of runs together sometimes. It all runs together, and it's one of those things of there's so much stuff that Chris and I have also talked about potentially doing on the episodes, or like, you know, we could do this or we could do that, and so it's hard to tell. Did we actually talk about that at one point? Or, but yeah, man, I'm gonna start plugging this thing. I'm gonna go ahead and get this thing. TVTrashCan.com, TVTrashCan.com. We're just gonna be putting some goofy, funny videos. Of course, we got our like TV shows and stuff like that that we put on there. But I'm thinking about just putting some uh, goofy YouTube videos from the past that we just enjoyed watching before that are just pretty funny. So go check those out. Things like that. Of course, we got all of our fun content on there as well. So go check that out. Of course, the Instagram, the Facebook, all the good socials. Go follow us, like, subscribe, friend us, talk to us, whatever you want to do, man. I will say it is better to put it on the website because have you have you ever had somebody like, ooh, watch this video and they shove the screen in your face? It's better to send somebody the link. That way, if they don't want to watch the video, they can watch the first 10 seconds of it and call it good. So I think it'll be or good. Or they can watch it on their own time instead of getting it shoved in their face. Because I'll tell you this much, that's something that I don't enjoy, and people do that quite often. But yeah, man, we are going to take this donut box out to the trash. I'm Chris. And I'm Micah. And this is the Donut Box Podcast. Shibba-shabba!